Hi everyone, this is Raven and Campbell from Musicals, and we'd Hello. like to talk to you today about a nonprofit music education group that we are partnering with. Yep, we'd like to talk to you about Education Through Music. They partner with under-resourced schools to provide music as a core subject for all children. And they utilize music education as a catalyst to improve academic achievement, motivation for school, and self-confidence. Exactly. So they work with 52 different partner schools throughout New York City, um, and they work with them to institute sustainable music education programs by hiring qualified teachers, matching them with the school, and really equipping the teachers with the tools to succeed and be able to provide quality music education to all of the students attending that institution. So we think, you know, from this podcast, we think it's incredibly important to provide music education to all children, um, that everyone should have access to it to help, you know, really instill those lifelong passions that have been so influential for Campbell and I. So we believe that supporting this organization is the way you can support our podcast. Yep. And you can do so by going to give.etmonline.org slash boozicals. Again, that's give.etmonline.org slash boozicals. And yeah, you can really uh, help these kids if that's what you're into. Support the youths. Shut up. That's, don't, don't, don't patronize me. Okay. Uh, I don't need you Enjoy that episode. I'm done with this. <laughs> First drink. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, it's really full. Clink. Yeah. Oh. oh. You. I, That's. I truly mm. cannot taste the vodka. I can a little bit, but it doesn't taste like two shots. No. Oh boy. I'm definitely so going to get drunk and ordering a pizza after this. Yeah, so once again, another dangerous drink. Ugh, god damn it. Okay. A five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> you know like chicago that's exactly what it is like i i don't know what to tell you that's that was uh spot on <laughs> i just enjoy just like staring at you when you do stuff like that until you just like why are you looking at me like this <laughs> all right do i not entertain that's from gladiator are you not entertained oh man okay you ready I've been ready, bitch. <laughs> Literally. Uh, I hate you. Okay. <laughs> hey, everyone. This is Raven. And Campbell. And you are listening to Boozicals, the podcast where every week Campbell and I get drunk and just talk about musicals because that's how we choose to live our lives. I think that's a life worth living, Raven. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Um, so before we get into the musical for this week... Which, which is a wild one. <laughs> it is a wild one. Just wait till you hear it. Kim, I mean, what music have you been listening to today? Well, before that, I mean, they like will see the episode title. So like, it's not like a surprise, oh, surprise. you are correct. Unless it's like, they're like okay. listening to a bunch in the row, which would be awesome. Thank you for doing that. Um, this week, um, I've been listening to Chloe and Hallie exclusively. Ooh. Yes. Uh, I love Chloe and Hallie. I love them yeah they're great so the show um do you know the show Ronish? yes yes so uh, yeah they I, have I, the I title ha- song yeah i had that song saved on spotify yeah, it's, oh it's so good they also are on the show oh, i didn't know that um, I, did, I haven't seen the show but yeah yeah so um i've listened to do... i've listened to them before um and i remember i think the super bowl this year 
they sang America the Beautiful, and like after that, just hearing their harmonies, I was like, I've oh yeah, never been more in love in my life. Um, and the then harmonies are gold. I forget oh. what it is on YouTube, but there's this like song association game that a lot of music artists like come on to do, and they like give them a word, and they have like fifteen seconds or ten seconds or something to sing a song with that word in it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so I also watched their episode of that and Unreal. And is it uh, Hallie who has been cast as Ariel? And- I I think it's Hallie, yes. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I love them. They're I mean, amazing. I can listen to Do It forever. Yeah, they're great. What about you? Um, so this week I have done something radical. Um, oh, let me guess. Let before. me guess. Dave Matthews Band. No, I actually have never listened. Like I've heard songs by them, but I've never like listened to Dave Matthews Band. Not my favorite. Um, but okay, that was my only guess. But no, um, polka. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, no, I'm sure other people have done this in the past. But I this week, at the beginning of the week, I couldn't decide what type because I've I've have podcasts for every like type of music that I listen to, and then also for like every emotion that I'm feeling. So I have pod, I have like playlists that are called like melancholy or happy or like whatever. Um, you would have a decide. playlist called melancholy. I <laughs> look, I'm um, looking. <laughs> so on Monday I couldn't decide what I, like what I wanted to listen to. So I just put my entire Spotify library on shuffle. Oh, that's and how I listen to like all my music. I have, I've never do that. I've never done that in my entire life. And I've just been doing that for the past week. Like I've just been listening to all of the music in my library on shuffle. And it's been one very illuminating, but also very interesting. Um, because it will, I listen to all types of music because I like most genres of music, some slightly more than others, but I generally like all genres of music. So my playlist, like when I'm listening to it, it'll go from like, one direction to like heavy metal to like maroon five to like a gospel song to a 60s r&b song and then to like pink in the span of 30 minutes (laughs) what a a great uh artist to finish on and a great segue to our musical indeed but i do actually have one more thing Uh. this week i've become obsessed with the song california king bed by rihanna it's not necessarily new, new. Like, it's been out for a little while, and I've heard it before, but, like, I don't know what happened, but this week... I mean, it's like Rihanna. It's, it's fantastic. I had to listen to it at least once, and I deeply, deeply, deeply love it. I, but anyway... I did think about you this week. I was driving in the car, um, and, like, on the radio, uh, a certain song came on, and I immediately thought of you, and oh. it was uh, Teardrops on My Guitar by Taylor Swift. <gasps> I love that song. I know you do. So much. And I was jamming. I had like, I'm currently moving right now. So I had like uh, a bunch of plants, a bunch of like, like framed pictures, a bunch of clothes, some kitchen stuff, just all packed up into my car. And I could not be bothered whatsoever (laughs) while that song was on. Oh yeah. It's a great song. Okay. But yes, you are correct that pink is a great segue for this episode because the musical we have chosen for today that raven has chosen for today that i have chosen for today is barbie and the diamond castle 
And listeners, you may ask, why would you choose a Barbie movie as your musical? And the answer to that, dear listeners, is that the musicals we've been doing up till now are like Chicago, Sweeney Todd, musicals that have talented orchestrators, talented composers, people that are like known for their craft, people like Stephen Sondheim. And to truly appreciate the likes of Stephen Sondheim, sometimes you have to subject yourself to trash. So. And <laughs> that is what we did this week. Uh, as someone who's not uh, familiar with the Barbie cinematic universe, um, which deeply saddens me. The, the, the BCU, uh, <laughs> as it were. Um, what a wild movie. Because it's like equal parts, bad animation, nonsense storytelling, kind yeah. of bangers for music. The songs are so good, though. Like the, I think like the Google reviews, like out of 100% was like 90 something. It was like 97%. Like people yeah. legitimate, like viewers like it. And there was parts I was actually, I was, you know, I was compelled during the story. Barbie movies have won awards. Yeah, something I, I did not know. At the end of the episode. Okay. But before, okay, before we just like really get into it, uh, do you want to just do a quick like Barbie history? Oh, if you have prepared one, I did not look into that at all. Yeah, I got notes. Um, because, I mean, usually there's like <laughs> um, more of a plot and like yes. historical significance. There is, there was a plot. There was a plot. Anyway, so, uh, do you know Barbie's full name? Um, I don't believe that I do. Barbara Millicent Roberts. What kind of 50s name? <laughs> okay, well, this is like a tall, blonde, white, plastic doll introduced March 9th, 1959. By okay, Mattel Incorporated, a Southern California toy company. So it's, uh, the co-founders were, uh, Ruth Handler and her husband, Elliot, um, kind of spearheaded, like, this doll, which was very different from, like, other dolls. She was, uh, Ruth wanted to have, like, a new kind of doll after seeing her daughter playing with just, like, paper dolls. And there's, like, baby dolls and things like that, but nothing like Barbie. So, uh... Mattel became the first toy company to broadcast commercials to children ever. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So uh, there's like a lot of criticism of Barbie for um, not being representative of, you know, female How bodies. Women actually look in the real world. Yeah. Ex as everyone knows. But uh, what they and there was a lot of demand to have kind of like baby dolls of Barbie. But uh, I like was reading some stuff that they didn't what want. What would it even be like? Yeah, right. And but they didn't want a lot of the traditional doll. Bar this kind of doll was used different than baby dolls because baby dolls. You're, I think the idea was trying to um, have some kind of nurturing mindset put on these yes. children, as opposed to Barbie, who could be a doctor, who could be whatever. Um, so, yeah. like, Barbie, like, never had children, canonically. Mm -hmm. um, and so, the, like, idea of it was to, you know, move past that kind of gendered stereotype expectations of young girls. 
Yeah. And I actually really like that because that's even still something that you see today and like it's kind of like natural because Barbie dolls are the just the build of the doll like the way the doll looks like it looks much more like a young woman as opposed to like most other dolls which look like little girls or literal babies and so it's like yeah like the natural instinct for being a woman myself the natural instinct like when you're a little girl and like you have like a baby doll or whatever like yeah you want to like, take care of it and like a lot of them come with like little bottles that you can like pretend to feed them and like all this other stuff whereas like a barbie doll is instinctively like even as a young girl like you don't treat it that way like instinctively yeah. you're just like this doesn't need to be taken care of you just play with it and like it's i don't know like barbie was such um barbie was such like an influential thing as a young girl and i think like that's i think that might be one of the reasons why, like barbie movies have become sort of like a guilty pleasure for me even now like being like 22 years old like i still actually enjoy watching barbie movies sometimes just because like for me especially being the youngest child um and having two older sisters i inherited my older sisters like barbies and like all their clothes and like toys and stuff like that and i got things like i was young like i was a child when the barbie toy um series was like expanding and so there were things like the barbie plane and like the barbie car and like the barbie dream house like all this other stuff and so it wasn't just like a barbie doll that you have but you also had like two different quote-unquote barbie dolls where like one was like barbie and then one was her friend like teresa or whatever her name was at the time and then you had like a ken doll and then you had like a barbie plane and like all this other stuff and it became like this whole thing and it was honestly really cool like playing with barbie dolls where mm -hmm. it was just like this is a girl like I can dress her up however I want. I can do whatever I want with her. And, like it's not a baby doll. It's just like a girl that I can like act out scenes with. Yeah, like, all it, this other stuff. Uh, my younger sister had a lot of Barbie stuff, um, yeah. and it was yeah. The really cool thing about the introduction of this kind of doll, it really opened doors for not like typecasting children, but allowing them to have an uh, imagination. Yeah, in doll form. I feel like it was one of the first toys that really allowed young girls to explore their imagination because with boys like boys have a lot of toys like action figures and cars and trucks and stuff like that where like you can act out different scenes I'm doing whatever you want a sucker still if i'm in a grocery store and i see like like kind of when you're like checking out I always I mean, think I've always think about getting a Hot Wheels car. I love Hot Wheels. Oh I, I like see it. I was like, I don't have any tracks or anything. I've like moved out of like my parents' house like years ago. Um, but there's something about a Hot Wheels car about that Hot Wheels. Uh, it's just it, it just sits yeah. right with me. But yeah, and like a lot of a lot of toys that like young boys get are toys that allow you to like act out things and like play act things and stuff like that. Where it's and like, like create. Girls, yeah, but like a lot of girl toys are things like baby dolls and then like um, the little like kitchen sets and stuff like that. But like you are kind of acting out stuff, but it's more of like you're playing house where yeah. it's like the Barbie doll was the first toy we really had that was like you can act out like scenes from your favorite movies. You can act out things that you create in your head like with your dolls. And it's yeah. just like and it's not just like, oh, I'm going to have a tea party or oh, I'm going to like take care of my baby doll you know what i mean it was really great yeah and so yeah. i mean barbie is super popular uh it's very um i don't know it's an institution now like even featured in like andy warhol portraits there's like uh there's this barbie documentary i think it's on netflix i haven't seen it but apparently it's like really really good 
And like Mattel calculates like ev- like about every second, there's about two Barbies are sold somewhere in the world. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Should we get into this um, musical? I, I'm using with air quotes. On the musical, yeah. yes. It is a, it physically has songs in it. Yes. Yes. And the songs, the songs and, and the songs, um, what am I trying to say? It's not like it's a, it's a movie with songs. Some of the songs move the plot along. So, yeah, actually, so it, it's a musical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It counts. We could do everyone. I don't know why I'm trying to justify what we're doing. We're doing it. it it's being done. Also. So with that, Raven, what are we drinking this week? So as always, um, we choose a drink that is appropriate for the musical we have selected. So the drink for this week is called a Barbie pink cocktail. And it is um, one part vodka, two parts Sprite, and then you kind of just fill up the rest of it with pink lemonade, however much you want to add in. Um, And it is delicious and dangerous. So obviously it is pink as anything related to Barbie should be. Yeah. Um, my zoom background, also, my current shirt. <laughs> indeed. Um, and I cannot taste the vodka truly at all in my drink. Yeah. This is going to be fun. So there's that that we will have to contend with. Oh, man. But um, let's, let's get into it. So opening scene of the movie. Classic see- Barbie logo. Yes. It's like yeah. what you would see on like the box of like Barbie's dream house. Yeah. Yeah. So Barbie movie opening up, we see Barbie and her friend, like Teresa, mm-hmm. which is like the same model that they use as like Barbie's friend in every movie. But every time she has a different name, yeah, because um, it depends on like what the individual thing is. Um, so this time it's Barbie and her friend, Teresa, and they're Bo- playing voiced by so it's kelly sheridan um voicing barbie who okay so with pretty much every single voice actor in this movie you can assume they were in my little pony just as a blanket as a blanket statement um (laughs) not all but a lot um so kelly sheridan barbie she's played barbie in a lot of these barbie movies but she's also a lot of these voice actors have been in a lot of like anime series as well like uh kelly was uh in like one of the main characters in inuasha i don't know if you've seen that raven i have heard of it okay well you've at least well you've heard of it but so very famous and she's voices one of the main characters and then melissa lyons is the singing voice for barbie and then we'll later talk about liana her like counterpart yeah um oh are they different yeah i would have assumed they were the same voice actor no, uh, the Liana singing voice is Melissa Lyons, who's mostly been like the singing voices of the Barbie character in the uh, BCU, Barbie Cinematic <laughs> Universe. <laughs> and then Teresa, uh, voiced by uh, Cassidy Ladin, um, who's been in like movies like Wet Hot American Summer, A Walk to Remember, stuff like that. And I love Wet okay. Hot American Summer. That movie's so funny. Have you seen it, Raven? I've never seen it. It's okay. So anyway... Yeah, so we have uh, Barbie and her friend Teresa. Yeah, and so they're, um, they start off, they're singing the song that they're like writing together called Two Voices, One Song. Pretty good. I love it. <laughs> it's um, a good song. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just a good I mean, song. Okay, I will say I love every song in this movie, so low bar, but... There's a couple I could do without. Honestly, like, okay, so one of the things, I'll talk about this, 
especially at one particular song at the end of the movie. During the credits? No, 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 not during the credits. Oh. Um, but like when they're... Oh, I know. Okay, the, nope, nope. Yes, I yeah, know exactly yes. what you're saying. I'm with you. I'm with you. This is not good. Okay. This is not fun to listen to right now. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, but the despite this being a mediocre movie at best, the harmonies in these songs are actually so good. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why I like this song so much. Because one, they're just like catchy, fun songs. But also it's like the harmonies are actually really good. And they truly, it's like, whenever I listen to them, I'm just like, okay, I see you. I see okay, you, Barbie. Cool. Let's I go, see Barbie. You, Barbie and Teresa. Okay. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. I see, I see you, Leon uh, and Alexa. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. So, and I like, um, so yeah, we're in, uh, I, I assume Barbie's apartment in this, some city, nice apartment. It looks typical, all the furniture and like things on the wall, very Barbie yeah. dream house. They're writing this song and then, um, Barbie shows her musical prowess. It was like, oh yeah, for the bridge, let's do this. And actually does like the guitar chords. Yeah. Which I was like, that's a nice touch. But then the bridge was just like. La 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 la. Yeah, but it was dope. So <laughs> it was pretty dope. I'll say that. Yeah. Um. So then, Barbie's supposedly Barbie's younger sister comes in. Yeah. And is like talking about like oh like her best friend like they got into this huge fight and she can't believe that she said the things that she did and like did they, they ever say what Courtney again. said to um, no Stacy also Stacy played Cassie in Dragon Tales. What? There's a couple of Dragon Tales alum in this movie. Oh, interesting. The okay, other one, you're not going to guess, and it's wild. The other Dragon Tales character? Yeah. Is it the troll? No, the troll, even better voice actor. Well, not okay, better, we'll, we'll, more we'll surprising. We'll get to it, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, they never actually talk about what happened between Courtney and Stacy. What, what, like, what, what, what do you speculate uh, okay, Courtney well, said to Stacy? Stacy is presumably around middle school age like maybe seventh grade-ish yeah so i'm guessing that courtney said she didn't like stacy's shirt that day and that's basically what started the whole feud because <laughs> let's be real middle school drama is not real drama no but like 60 percent of all bullying in school happens in middle school fun fact that's true that's true and very sad yeah what a hormonal so nightmare. Um, um, but yeah, so uh, Stacy comes in and is talking about how like she and Courtney are never going to be friends again, blah, 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 blah. And then Barbie, being the wholesome young female role model that she is supposed to be, um, is talking to Stacy and saying like, oh, you know, but like she's your best friend, you know, like I know a story about a girl who like got into a fight with the best friend. Like it actually put her in danger and like all this other stuff. And, like, but they lived in a world of magic and dragons and wicked witches and like all this stuff. And, and then just starts telling the story. And then they get like to get into the story. They're playing the still so the same song that they're workshopping, which makes me think Barbie's a master bullshitter. Like that, I assume oh. the rest of the movie is improv because that would make the most sense for plot. They're like, yes, yes. they're just like playing on the guitars, like yes. And then this dragon then this set fire to the cottage, but he doesn't breathe fire. He just knocked a chair into the fireplace. <laughs> Anywho, 
I literally I two voices one song <laughs> I literally wrote in my notes like so you're telling me this girl made all of this up on the spot she was just like <laughs> she was just with the musical backing right like, but was, we know we know Barbie how talented like, Barbie is she's a veterinarian she's a doctor she's a lawyer she mm-hmm. she can do it all indeed but this this entire movie is basically like if anyone has ever played D and D, this entire movie is just a D and D campaign gone wrong. That's it's hilarious. <laughs> I like that a lot. It's literally just her being like, "Yeah, so I guess this happens," and then, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, of course that happens," and it's just whole movie is just her bullshitting the story. To get her little sister to leave them alone so she can go make up with her best friend. Yeah. Yeah. So the story starts. We have these characters that are basically Barbie and Teresa, uh, mm-hmm. best friends. Um, I'm the names con- are Liana and Alexa. Liana and Alexa in the story. I'm convinced they're lovers. Oh, yeah. They live alone in a cottage in the forest growing flowers together. And, but, they, and they've been, yeah. They, yeah, they they're, like, they're just like, we'll cool. be best friends forever. And every time they say, like, best friends, like, that's, like, in quotes. Like, you know, how, um, <laughs> like, people on Facebook, like, uh, you know, older people will see, like, a picture of, like, two girls or two guys, like, holding hands, being close to each other, and be like, you guys look like such great friends. And it's just like, oh, <laughs> oh. sweetie. <laughs> and also, like... They didn't really give Ian and Jeremy the time of day. Well, they were, they're also Ian. terrible people. I hate them so much, and I wanted them to be eaten by a dragon. Ian and Jeremy are literal chads, and we'll get to that later uh, on. God. Yeah, so, yeah, so then we have the lesbian lovers, um, Liana and Alexa, um, which is canon, I have declared. Um, and then, so, they have their own, they, like, grow flowers, they have their own, like, flower stand, just, like, living a good old life. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, so they have this flower stand, so all these flowers, and, and then they separate have separate beds. Like, big, yeah. But, I mean, they kind of have to for appearances, because it's a Barbie movie. Yeah. I just, like, want, I, I just want Liana and Alexa to, like, be able to live their true lives, you know? Just be who they are in public, you know? But, so then there's... Well, like it's not even in public. Storm. It's in private. It's their home. <laughs> that's true. They're in the cottage in the woods. Um, but yeah, so then there's like this big storm that's like destroying their garden and everything. Oh, well, and well like, before that, they they are like, you know, singing, dancing around, still two voices, one song. Oh, or... No. No. They're, yeah, they're they, just playing in the in the cottage and they go out and like you see them selling flowers and then And then they go to the stream where we see a very important piece of the plot that they find these two heart-shaped stones in the river and then the storm happens. Raven. Oh my bad. I thought that happened when they were restoring the garden after the storm. Yes, you are correct. You're correct. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm glad we're going to um, have a video recording of that. I'm just going to listen to that, like, one clip. You're right. You're correct. Like, on loop. Like, while I'm sleeping. Thank you so much. And this is um, why I never say it to you. Uh, well, it, I'm normally right in our conversations. So they find okay. these two heart-shaped stones in the river. And we kind of, like, get, like, more a feel for the characters. Where uh, Alexa is very, like, um, she's a dreamer. And Liana's more, like, skeptic because yeah. Alexa was just, like, believes it. It's like, oh, do you think these are magic and stuff? And Liana's like, yeah, sure, I'll, like, play along and stuff. 
And so it looks like these two like diamond hearts, which were in the jewelry box in Barbie's apartment that we see in the opening scenes. Yes, they were. I'm glad you picked up on that. Thanks. Um, and they wish that they'll be best friends forever while they're holding on to it. And then it starts glowing and they don't notice that it's glowing. Well, to be fair, their eyes are closed because they're saying the best friend wish. Yeah, they, so they are. Oh, sorry. The stones glow. But there's another Leave time. Leave my girls, Liana and Alexa, alone. Okay, well, there's a time that this doesn't make sense, so. <laughs> and then they, we get a feel for, like, their current conditions. Like, they don't have a lot of money. Um, they're like, what do we have to eat? And it was like, bread and jam. And but jam and bread. Jam and bread. <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly sounds pretty good. But also, I love how after that... They just start like shitting on rich people and they're just like, imagine, because because Alexa is just like, oh, like, you know, I would love to have like more food than we could ever eat, more house than we could ever explore, more dresses than we could ever wear. And Liana's just like, we would be insufferable. She'd be like, Butler, how could I ever eat all of this food? Or how dare those princes invite me to five balls in one night? How could I ever attend all of them? Raven, what's your best rich person laugh? <laughs> That's pretty good. Here's mine. The the guffawing. Yeah. Is, it's very important. Yeah. Like on Audacity right now, it looks wild. It looks <laughs> like I just like... had like a coughing fit. <laughs> we should get that tattooed. Just like that. No. And then like they have those apps that if you like, you know, pull it up, it like makes yeah. a sound. Yeah. Oh, I'm aware. Let's do it. No. Fine. <laughs> okay, so then after the storm, they're restoring the garden, fixing it back up, and they go into the song Connected. Oh, boy. I This is the song that, like, literally just hearing the name of it, I immediately start playing in my head. Like, just hearing this, the word Connected, I immediately go, just start singing it in my head. Yeah. Um... You just said, then I just go, and then you were just silent. Because <laughs> I don't actually sing it, because we're recording. Um, but my thing is, like, they start doing this whole, like, dance number and everything, and it's just like, okay, but, like, the garden that you were storing as your literal livelihood. There's, al- there's always time for joy, Raven. You can, like, break up the monotony. It's a, it's a montage. Like, let them sing, let them dance. It's a musical. <laughs> That's fair. Also, so, okay, so while they're singing Connected, they finish singing a bit, and they hear another voice singing with them, and it seems oh, to be Oh, we've skipped a lot of stuff, oh, Raven. Oh, we skipped a major part. Raven, okay. You know, okay, <laughs> listeners, you know how we backtrack constantly. Oh, we are so terrible at telling stories. Okay, one, don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Um, <laughs> you, I've been trying to clean up your messes. I just want to get to the parts that I really like, which is not the exposition at the beginning. I really like the exposition in the beginning. No. Because you get to... I like the action. I like the It's it's very like cottagecore lesbian lover. It's great. It's wholesome. (laughs) No. Tell me I'm wrong. I like like the action when they're defeating the evil witch. Whatever. So, before that, they're like walking along the road. They see this uh, elderly woman. And Barbie's like, oh, she looks really hungry. So, she gives her... A jam sandwich, and we already know that they have like no food. And they're like, yeah. you know what? And like gives her a sandwich. And the woman's like, Oh, I can't just accept this. 
take one of my treasures and they look down and it's literal garbage <laughs> and yeah. i love it and uh i keep on saying barbie but liana is like it's like no we can't impose and then alexa is like uh don't make her feel bad for not taking her shit because <laughs> it's trash so she like picks up a mirror a really dirty old looking mirror and then like they get back and they clean it up. It looks really nice. And they're like, oh, we need to remember it's like this. It's this nice golden mirror, like heart-shaped mirror with like fine, like floral work all around and, it. Like, and it gem- looks beautiful. Yeah. And so like good polishing job, uh, Liana. And then they're outside. With like a single rag too. Yeah. Which is just like, okay. And then Liana feels bad. It's like, oh, she didn't know what she had. We should return it to her. And then they like are outside like cleaning and stuff and then they're singing connected Connected. yeah and And then yeah yeah and so like they're singing connected and they hear another voice like singing with them and it seems to be coming from liana's basket and so they're and so like they look towards it and then they just start singing again to see if the voice like sings to them again and then it does and they just kind of look at each other like this is weird and i'm just like you seem to be very accepting of just a strange not anastasia level accepting but still accepting but still too accepting and so then they go and like they open it up and it's coming from the mirror and so they're singing again and this girl appears in the mirror that's singing with them and they're just like oh hello who are you and it's just like like in that yeah but in that part like alexa does say uh she was like are you real she literally says that. What's the alternative, Alexa? <laughs> Are you just like, oh no, to be fair, hallucinating to be fair, like off of shrooms from the woods? She could have been hallucinating from lack of proper nutrition. Oh, I really like that take of this movie. <laughs> like I like I want to run with it, but I feel like we actually should like talk about it. I like that. I like that a lot, Raven. <laughs> That's that's my um, take on this. And so, like in the mirror, this woman, who we will find out her name is Melody, um, mm-hmm. voiced by very apropos. Uh, it's like M A R Y K E, Merrick. M A R Y K E Mary Kay. I don't know. Mary Kay uh, Hendricks, um, who's in, who's Yasmin, from Bratz. <gasps> Oh my god, I loved the Bratz movies. And I th- I'm pretty sure Yasmin was my sister's favorite. Okay, so... Mary I'm Kelly, also... if you're listening right now, if she's not, you're allowed I to yell care. at me. <laughs> oh, wow, Raven. I'm a <laughs> loving... I'm a loving older brother. Okay, sure. Um, but yeah, so I also had Bratz dolls as a kid, and I loved them until my dog ate the hands off of all of them. Why the hands? <laughs> but... Just, I don't, I don't. just the hands. Not the feet. I don't. Not the feet. Just the hands. I don't know why. Was it like but a I, texture thing? Like, I truly don't understand. All I know is I came into my room one day and I was looking down at my doll set, and all the hands were going. And I was just like, Are you sure this wasn't uh, either a you sleepwalking, having a night terror, um, feeling my theory that you may be a serial killer? That could be a fun little thing. <laughs> Or two, uh, one of your sisters. Okay, so based on so doing a little forensics, based <laughs> speech on, giving, <laughs> based on the serration pattern 
on the plastic. They were definitely chewed off. They were not like cut or torn or anything like that. Have we actually talked about doll autopsies? Yes, because this is where you have taken this show. Because I was content to leave it at my dog chewed off my doll's hands. And then then talk about the plot out of order. Yeah, I'm sure you were. (laughs) But then you (laughs) wanted to make all the listeners think that I'm a serial killer, which I am not, sir. Uh, None of our friends are convinced by that. Continuing with this happy Barbie movie for young children. The singing voice of Melody is uh, Laura Janine, um, who's been in like uh, other movies, like this one, like 2005 drama slash thriller horror movie, Bad Reputation, a bunch of different things and other like voice roles. Interesting. Yeah. But then, so the mirror is talking to them and like doing, it's very much... um, Liana and Alexa have their obvious duet, and then Melody is that like very much third party, not off a of beat, but the not counter Melody, but she's like riffing off of their duet. It's like very yeah. Mary Mary J Blige. Oh yeah, well because like she doesn't know the words, so she just kind of has to like make stuff up, but she does it pretty well. Yeah, she does, and uh, so they're saying connected. What a banger. The So now they're just like unfazed by the mirror singing. 100%. And, and then they're like trying to get information out of Alexa. Not Alexa. Melody. And Melody she like goes away. So then they sing uh, two voices, one song and like brings her back. Because like the girl cannot not sing. Yeah. Which will lead to her doom. But like you would think if you know that singing is the one thing that gets you discovered by your like biggest arch enemy, like I understand that your soul just has to sing because your name is Melody, but still calm it down, girl. Yeah. So she's Melody is singing. So this dragon with a gross horn antenna thing that I hate. It wobbles. It wobbles. It's disgusting. His animation uh, is so bad. It's like it's so bad. So this Not weird the dragon. Worst animation in the movie, but no. Oh, I I already I was blissfully ignorant of the worst animation of this movie. That just we reminded me of it. it. Um, and so this weird dragon, his like horn is like an it starts glowing. It was like oh I found her. Um, so the dragon slider, uh, voiced by. Uh, Mark Aikson, Arkson, um, who is in a bunch of movies as well. Like he was in the Chronicles of Riddick. If you've seen that Vin Diesel movie, pretty mm-hmm. good. My dad really likes it. Um, and then he was also one of like the mailroom guys. I think he may have been the male mailroom guy in Elf. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so he alerts his uh, mistress, this evil unknown woman so far. Who, Whom he calls mistress every time, and it makes me deeply uncomfortable. Oh, 100%. And then she comes out um, singing this song, Wonderful Me. Um, she is voiced by... Oh, yeah. She was the surprise Dragon Tales voice. Oh, okay. Uh, she played Wheezy in Dragon Tales, the purple half oh, dragon. Wheezy. yes. And she also played Kevin from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Interesting. Yeah, Kathleen Barr, who plays Lydia, the the antagonist of the movie. And then we see they're in the evil lair. There's like green lava, very, you know, evil lime lime green glow. Yes. 
The, the uh, standard evil, like Lion King hyenas, like standard evil uh, and green glow. Everyone uh, knows. Princess and the Frog, uh, yeah. Ursula doing her potions, Maleficent, evil lime green. Yes. And then we see two statues of what looked like some sort of royalty in the lair. And she wants to capture Melody uh, because she's standing in her way from like conquering or doing whatever. Yeah, do whatever her goal is. She, Melody is standing in the way. Did you think... So after this, Slider goes to where Melody and the protagonist are. But before that, when they're in the lair, did you think Slider, the dragon, was way smaller than he, like, appeared at the cottage? I actually thought he was bigger. Like, at the cottage, I thought he was way bigger than he originally looked, is what I'm trying to say. Interesting. I always have the opposite perception. Hmm. Whereas, like, for me, like, the first time I see Slider, because, again... I have watched this movie. This is probably the fourth or fifth time I've seen this movie. That's crazy to me. <laughs> Absolutely insanity. Insanity. I can't even speak how ludicrous that is. Anyway. Oh, I also uh, forgot. To... Ludicrous is on my pint glass. Ooh, That's fun. nice. Love ludicrous. Also, um, I finished my first drink. Ooh, okay. I'm almost done. Okay, making drink number two. All right, continue. Um, Please. So every time I watch the movie. I always think Slider is bigger than he actually is in that first scene when he's in the lair. I think just because, like, I see him as, like, oh, like, here is this dragon, you know, or whatever. He is. Are you thinking, like, size-wise, like, dragon from Shrek? Yeah, so I'm always thinking, like, okay, Slider's a dragon. And then we see him in the cottage, and it's just like, oh, you are teeny, teeny, tiny. Compared to, like, what how big I think he is. Like, so. originally, I thought he was, like, literally lizard size. Oh, wow. Like, maybe, like, Komodo dragon. I'm, okay, I can, I can see how you would have that perception. But either way, the point of this is that, one, size animation is bad. And two, the entire movie, you have no, like, you can't put your finger on how big he is. He's just, like, a weird size. Either way, he's either, whether he's too small or too big, he's not the right size for what he is supposed to be. Yeah. And no one knows what that is. Also, how do you feel about, uh, the antagonist's name's Lydia. Um, how, what do you think of Lydia's accent? It seems very affected, but also, it very. I feel like it very much fits her character. Yeah. Like, it's it's that it's that standard, just, like, how would you, evil, yeah. like, not quite British, but evil, like just an evil accent. Yeah. I would like, Same what, as like evil lime green. It's what just, what <laughs> would be the closest like relation to that accent that you could think in like entertainment, pop culture, whatever? I'm thinking more so like Liz Lemon impersonating Jenna Maroney. Oh my god. Naturally. <laughs> Why is that so exactly right? And I did not plan to talk about 30 Rock this time. Seamless 30 Rock. That was like literally just a thought I had. I just wrote down accent kind of weird. Yeah. And then, okay, so now we're back uh, with the protagonist. And have you finished making your second drink? uh, I just have to pour the lemonade. Oh, cheers. Is that what you were alluding to? Yes. Okay. Cheers. You got to make the face like JV drinking an apple teeny. Oh, you know I can do that. Hold on. You, you. (laughs) Uh, good on the teeny so so now we're back with the now yeah so melody is now teaching them a song she's singing a song called believe um which is uh, it's pretty good 
Another banger. It's it's like, I would say it's like third. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then... I mostly like it because of a very specific scene at the end that we will talk about. Yeah. So then we see Slider flying and Melody is like, oh, he found me. We have to run away. So they're like, let's go in the cottage. Let's go in the basement. We'll be good. And so they do that. And then uh, Leanna uh, finds Liana like a... displays the first example in this movie of like how just fucking smart and clever she is. This entire movie, okay. she's so clever. Okay, but it's like Barbie improv and so the character that resembles her, she's going to be like, I'm the most I'm the most intelligent, I'm in the right. This is my story. That's fair. Stacy. That's fair. But all <laughs> Stacy. <laughs> but also like Liana real smart. Liana real smart. So she just like picks up a, like an old mirror and I was like, "Ooh, that's clever." And then you see Slider at the door, he like knocks it down. Uh, they're in the basement. And so he's like rummaging around and he like kind of like brushes against like the fireplace, the fire and burns himself. Didn't know dragons could get burned like get that. Because supposedly they breathe fire. So, you yeah. Know. So I thought he was going to like burn the house down. No, he knocks like a wicker chair into the fireplace mm-hmm. while they escape out of the cellar door and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Liana leaves like the fake mirror, like an ordinary mirror behind and the whole cottage burns down. Yes. While Slider like takes the mirrors like, oh, I'll take it to mistress. Um, and they come back, everything's destroyed. And then Melody goes into like who she is and who's after her. Yeah. Um, so this is when we go over. So basically Melody is one, well, she's an apprentice to the muses for the world. So there are three muses. Um, what are their names? Dory. Dora, Phaedra. Dory. Dory Phaedra. Phaedra. Lydia. Phaedra with a PH, which I thought was fun. Well, it like Yeah, how else would you spell it? It could be like Phaedra with an F, like Faye, like fairy folk. Oh, interesting. Okay, so my mom watches like some of the like Real Housewives shows. And on Real Housewives of Atlanta, there's a woman named Phaedra. And so, and her name is spelled P-H. So I just, in my mind, because the only person I've ever heard named Phaedra. So my, I just always assumed it was spelled that What way. would be your Real Housewives, like, tagline? <laughs> Isn't that the first thing that popped in my head was, it's my way till payday. Which is uh, from the Queen of Jordan. The, <laughs> Another uh, fiction, the fictional <laughs> reality television show on 30 Rock. <laughs> yeah, the first thing I thought was, um, it's like, uh, Portia reads the papers, <laughs> which Portia also, it's <laughs> like, I hate how that's my catchphrase. Um, you have I to do, you have to do like the like, turn with it, with the drink though. I really do think though, if I were on a reality TV show, I think my actual tagline would be like, bitch, you better recognize Mine would be, okay, okay, do that, like, while turning, like, do the turnaround, like, let me see it, like, perform it for me, Raven. Bitch, you better recognize. (laughs) That's good. Okay, here's mine. (laughs) I don't know you. (laughs) That is so literally you, though. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know you. I don't know you. (laughs) (laughs) We're on drink two. Oh. This is pretty much sober us. Anywho, so... Uh, yeah, so we're explaining... So the three muses... So the three muses, Dory, 
Phaedra and Lydia. And here's the thing. So they are the muses Phaedra. at the Diamond Castle. At the Diamond Castle, the titular Diamond Castle, Lydia which is the, the there. It's the castle for they're like the muse, the people not in charge, but like protectors of all music. Like whenever yeah, music, there's a new joy, like all. Whenever yeah. there's a new song that is sung, sang. Yeah, whenever whenever someone sings a new song for the first time. A diamond appears on the castle. Yes. Um, so, yeah, and like, spoiler. Which I think is so funny. Later, like, imagine, like, hearing, like. castle that we will find at the end of the movie. Yeah, and I think that's so funny, like, that, that concept. Because what if there's, like, you know, a riffraff song, um, if you can call it a song that comes up, and then, like, uh, like a really, like, dingy diamond just, like, comes up. <laughs> or, like, anything by, like, Creed or Nickelback. And then that are certi you. certified bangers and like the most perfectly cut diamonds come up from the, ca the castle. Okay, so here's the thing I love about the whole like, the whole internet thing about like, oh, Nickelback sucks. Don't, okay, I, play Rockstar and don't sing along. I dare you. I dare you. Also, here's my thing. Everyone Sometimes we says, are six feet from the edge. And I'm thinking. Everyone says, nice. Everyone thanks. says Nickelback sucks, but then one, their concerts are almost always sold out. Two, if you put on a Nickelback song, everyone will joke about it, like everyone will make fun of it, but no one will change it. It will play to the end. It's a fad to hate Nickelback. Yeah. But anyway. Be original. Hate something popular. Like, um, <laughs> I don't know. What's, <laughs> is it weird that my first thought was just literally breathing? <laughs> what? What's? That is do we exactly have time to analyze that? It's like, yeah, be a fan of something like, like I hate something like, popular, like, like existing. It's like the John Mulaney bit. No time to unpack all of that. <laughs> but like, we will. Okay, once we're not recording anymore, Raven, we might want to delve into that. Like, why? Why was breathing why my was first, that thought? first thought? Anywho, we'll so we it. so we have three muses, <laughs> and they have an apprentice, and so. They are each, they said they're each in charge for like a certain like kind of music. I wish they delved into that. I thought that could be fun. I thought that'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. One could be like classical music. One could be like, um, TikTok music. Uh, one could be like, um, <laughs> songs that you like hear in a video game and you think it's like from something else. And you, like, can't, like, put a word to it, like, what it reminds you of, but you're, like, thinking about it in the car a lot. And, like, you can't Google it because you can't be, like, do, 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 like, into Google and get a song. Yeah. But that would be the third one. The, that, that's the three genres of music. Genre. <laughs> <laughs> that's the three genres of music. So. Um, but, yeah, so they I'm each glad have we agree. Own, they each have their own instrument. Lydia has the flute, which is the same, like, evil flute that she has. Um, they say Mo flute, but it's basically two oboes that are, like, twisted yes. together at the end. Yes. Don't know why they call it a flute, because that's not what a flute looks like. And it makes me wonder if um, the animators of this movie have ever seen a flute. <laughs> or... <laughs> it's like, that, it's like that Jay-Z song, um... I forget what the song. I think it's Jay Z, but there he was like uh, in the beginning, like bring the flutes in, and there's like no flutes. <laughs> yes, because also like 
you don't even play it like a flute. You play it like a reed instrument. Like you play it like a wood like a woodwind. Yeah. You don't play it like a flute at all. Anyway. And then there's also like a uh, kind of like a would you say like mandolin? Yeah, 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 mandolin. And like, but like and, and then like a leer. Like guitar. And then like a leer. Yeah. yeah. And that's another thing that bothers me is that so at the beginning of the movie when we see Barbie and Teresa, they're playing acoustic guitars. And then when they switch to Liana and Alexa, they're playing the exact same song on mandolins. Which, again, I need someone to explain to the animators of this movie that you don't play a mandolin. Like, a mandolin and acoustic guitar are, in fact, different instruments. They're magical magical instruments, Raven. (laughs) Barbie is trying her best to teach about (laughs) being good to your friends to her younger sister stacy and you're just like shitting all over it it gets you we haven't gotten there yet but it gets even worse when we meet ian and jeremy because they play the exact same mandolins and they sound like electric guitars and it's just like that's not how instruments work (laughs) it's a magical land with dragons and breakdancing dogs Anyway, there are three so, and then and, and There's three pieces. <laughs> and then, okay, Here's and then Melody is the apprentice. And of course, I think it's so funny. The, do you know what they give the apprentice? A recorder. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you. It's a whistle. I could, in elementary school, I could not it's play the recorder. It's the easiest goddamn instrument in the world. That's why they teach it to third graders. I somewhat successfully was able to play piano. Clarinet, How can I play clarinet? You bassoon, can't play uh, mellophone, trombone, ukulele. I just, I just, I couldn't play the recorder. I, I don't know what to tell you. We played. There's two songs during that concert that I remember. Ode to Joy. Hot Cross Buns. And, uh, we didn't play Hot Cross Buns. We played the song that is, um, very racist, but it was called Chichi the Chihuahua. Oh. He likes to cha cha. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, shout out to my elementary school. Um, but yeah, couldn't play it. But we I have three muses. So, you know what that reminds me of? That's like the people that can do like multivariate calculus. But if you ask them, hey, what's seven plus five? They're just like, oh, wait. <laughs> That's literally what you just said. I mean, <laughs> see, it would have been, I like, my first thought was like, well, like multi is like the easiest calculus. So like that it was, I was like, That's fine. Um. <laughs> There are three muses. <laughs> There's three muses. God, uh, I see. I thought this episode was thing. going to be a shorter one in comparison. Same. Uh, did not be. Well, we'll see. So it's only Lydia been, it's only is jealous of the muses. Okay, so she before, goes before away. We get to that, okay. Before we get to that. Dory and Phaedra. So so, the three muses, Dory, Phaedra, and Lydia. And Lydia. Dory and Phaedra look almost exactly alike. Like, they look like sisters. They have similar hairstyles. Mm-hmm. They, like, look sort of alike. They are dressed somewhat, like, they have the same style dresses, like, different colors. Yeah. Very much the whole, like, oh, these are people that are, like, part of a team, part of a group. And you would expect, the the three muses would all look similarly. Lydia, from the beginning, different hairstyle, different, like, animate like everything she looks different she marches to the beat of her own drum she marches to the beat of her own drum but here's the thing for especially for a young children's like barbie movie she looked evil from the beginning so yeah. i don't know why they were surprised i don't yeah, know but what like they were. usually they at least change like the hair color from like these like barbie models in like this movie 
But Dorian Phaedra look like they could just be twins. Nicole Oliver yeah. and Heather Dirksen, by the way, were the voice actors. Oh, okay. Sausage Party, Balsar Galactica, Pacific Rim. Um, is it bad that I actually really like Sausage Party, like the movie? I haven't seen it. It's so it's it seemed upsetting. Simultaneously terrible and hilarious and also amazing, but also so bad. <laughs> like Like so it's, it's like exactly what you would expect from a Seth Rogen movie. I really like a lot of Seth Rogen movies, though. Again, like, good, but also so bad at the same time. Okay. Okay. So we have three muses. <laughs> yes. How many times have we said that? I don't know. I feel like Does... we need to take a drink for every time we've yeah. said there, we have three muses. Doesn't matter. We're going to get drunk anyway. Yeah, I can't taste the vodka. And I put more in this time because, like, you know, as is tradition... Um, measure the first one. Who cares for the rest? Who cares for the rest of them? Yeah, we don't. Um, so Lydia, um, goes away, learns evil magic, and is coming back to, like, take over the Diamond Castle and, like, turns, uh, turns the other muses into stone, and they, like, hide the Diamond Castle and the instruments so she couldn't get supreme power of the world. Yeah, and here's, so, uh, real quick, here's something I actually really like, and it's something very simplistic, but, like, I really like it, especially in a musical type of movie, when the villain has a, th- well, characters in general, when the villain has a theme. Oh, yeah, the background theme, uh, that was, I, yeah. she had the best one, as most what, villains and, do. Yeah, and one of the things I really like in this one is that, like, so, uh, Lydia, so, like, like Campbell just said, um, she can use her flute to, like, turn people to stone and stuff, and there's a song that she plays, and that song is, like, her villain, like, theme in the movie, um, which I, I really, really like, and I think, like, granted, like, especially for kids' movies, it's very common to have that, just, like, as an association type thing, but I also think that's just, like, really cool, because, again, it kind of goes back to, like, whole, like, like, I think this was, like, back in, like, Sweeney Todd episode that we talked about this. Like, the whole, like, Peter and the Wolf type of thing where, like, yeah. characters have their own type of, like, music and theme and, like, all that stuff. Like, I Oh, really we like should do Peter and the Wolf. storytelling. We should. That would be actually really great. Um. But yeah, so, um, so now we're, uh, so Melody has explained the whole backstory of, like, who she is, the muses. The she, like, castle. hit herself in a mirror to, like, hide away. Because she has and the... she dropped her recorder. <laughs> yeah, so because she has the key to bringing the Diamond Castle back. So yeah, where, where the Muse's instruments are, which holds their power. Yeah. Yeah, so Melody hid herself in the mirror that the girls now have. And Slider was chasing her. And he, he like, broke her whistle that she dropped on the way Just on say recorder. The mirror. Just say recorder recorder it, it's literally also, animated like a recorder like, can we like not call it a flute for lydia can we like come up with another name for it like tubo or something because it's two oboes <laughs> two- <laughs> uh, it's a tubo it's not a tuba we'll it's it, tubo we'll call it a tubo oh thank you because <laughs> it's not a flute it's i don't not know a what flute. they were thinking um but yeah so melody dropped yeah barbie over. get it together <laughs> <laughs> melody, again all of this is melody or is, is barbie improving her way through getting her sister to leave her alone it's like so. a flight of the concords <laughs> bit like have you listened to the song jenny this is basically uh you know a doll version of that uh, just yeah. add like more pink to it and you have barbie in the diamond castle i feel yeah 
It's Jenny meets um, Albie the racist dragon. Yeah. So, um, so Melody's dropped a recorder, Slider steps on it and breaks it uh, when he's looking for her. And so she's trapped inside the mirror and now we're caught back up to where we are now. Um, and... They, Do, and I think we go back to Lydia's lair after that because they're like she's like talking to Slider or something. No, we we go back to uh, Liana and Alexa, and uh, Melody is like we have to like go to the Seven Stones. To, we, I need to get to the Muses' instruments so we can like free them from their you know prison and save everyone, and otherwise there'll be basically like apocalypse. So, at this point, um, then, Melody is like, don't worry, they won't find me again. As long as I don't sing, they won't find me. And then I literally wrote in my notes, this girl's gonna fuck it up again. <laughs> literally, yeah, she has one like, job. The- don't sing. You, you don't have to, you don't have to don't be- Don't sing. Ugh. It's so frustrating, Raven. Which, again, like, I don't understand, like, okay, here's my thing. Let's, let's think about this for a second from Melody's perspective. You are an apprentice to the muses. The muses have been turned to stone by this evil witch who was an old, who was a muse. Um, and they have hidden the diamond castle, which is the key to protecting the music, the joy, the laughter, the general happiness and well-being of the entire world. And they've given you the sole key to this castle. And this arch enemy, this evil witch who has turned on all the muses and wants to take over the world, the only way she knows where you are is if you sing. I don't care how much you love singing. Why would you ever say? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand how, like, from her perspective, she's just like, yeah, like, it's so important that I don't sing, but I just have to. When you sing two voices, one song, how can I not join in? Okay, one, the song's called Two Voices. So, like, there's already two. So stop trying to, like, you know. (laughs) Yeah, stop trying to put yourself in that. It's like Danny Zuko. All he wants to do is dance. He doesn't want to be a part of a gang or, like, street race. she wants to sing, but singing will lead to her downfall. But, like, honestly, she's trapped in a mirror. What else she got to do? So, like, I understand from that point, but, like, come on, like... Anyway, so then we go back to Lydia and Slider. The mirrors are fake. And yes. Slider's like, no, Melody was with like these two women. And Lydia's like, take me to them. So she was like, basically like, take me to the gays. And <laughs> we see Liana and Alexa like on their journey. And then we see, I think, this like very scenic, like hilly area. It's like if like Sound of Music, Hills Are Alive with the Sound of Music scenery meets like Peeps, the candy. Okay. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at the comparison. I can see it. Okay, cool. Interesting comparison. I don't, yeah. But I'm having a weird day, Raymond. <laughs> you know what? That's fine. Um, and this is where, so it's called the Valley of Flowers. And this is where- We're introduced to some of the- Two most horrible characters. <laughs> oh my god. So, Liana and Alexa find two puppies. Voiced by Venus Sood. The fact that they are voiced at all deeply disturbs me. Yeah, because, um. <laughs> listeners, I'm convinced no one in this entire production of this film knows what a dog sounds like. 
Or looks like. Or well, they looked like like the dogs that would come they in Barbie like sets. Dogs until they started to move. That they come in the Barbie sets. They did look like those. Yes. But what is that sound? <laughs> no, it's not a bark. It's, it's not I a yelp. Know. It's an abomination. It's not even like the little like. It's not even like the like the the little like boof that dogs make sometimes. Yeah. It's it's not a dog sound at all, and I don't I truly don't understand. So much so much of the animation and production of this movie is just like, do you know what things look and sound like? <laughs> I'm not sure yeah. that you do. So they find anyway, these two dogs, so they, these strays. Uh, they name uh, they name them Sparkles, uh, Sparkles and Lily and Lily, and they just keep them in their baskets. Mm-hmm. Uh, they run out of food and water, but they like at least have dogs with them. So. <laughs> uh priorities with uh, carrying things but and like okay so also do you think like don't these dogs remind you of like maybe it's because they look like the toy barbie doll dogs to me they also look a little bit like the old like robot dog toys because like uh, i think specifically what was that called the way the hind legs are like drawn looks exactly like the little like robot dog toys, which is to say, not like a real dog. Is this what you're thinking of? Yes. Yeah. Sega Tiger Poochie. 1999 yes. Robot Dog Interactive Puppy works but has no bone. You can get it for $20 <laughs> off of eBay. $20 or best offer plus $3 shipping. You're welcome. Um, whoever has that eBay. <laughs> You got a little shout out on a podcast that no one will listen to. Hell yeah. Um, So now, so then they finally reach a town and they're super hungry because they didn't pack enough food. Because they didn't have food. They had jam and bread. And they gave like like a quarter of it to some elderly woman. Yeah. And their entire cottage burned down, including the three coins that they had. Uh, Well, the coins probably didn't burn. Well, they probably melted. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how hot that fire is. I don't know what those coins are made of. So we'll call this a draw. (laughs) Wait a minute. We're going into too many weird things. Stop. Stop. (laughs) I'm cutting you off. Uh, This. Yeah. So. Oh, here's here's another. Here's a little. Here's another little note before they get to the town. When they meet the dogs, um, I forget which one it is. I think Lily. Um, I think Alexa holds Lily up to. Uh, the mirror and oh lily yes licks, i did yeah lily licks the mirror and melody is just like oh my god that tickles. so did she feel so she, she, if you're in a so she, if you're in a mirror so which led me to the thought can she feel pain which is like when she breaks spoiler i don't want, spoiler I was, okay we'll a, get to it there 17 year old movie apparently <laughs> she like has the sense of touch through the mirror which makes no sense of physics at all it's what the movie's about magic magic improv okay, that's the okay movie. Here's, here's my thing here's my thing here's my thing because people say this in D as well the existence of magic does not disprove the existence of physics physics can still exist in a world where magic you exists. are so heated right now for something <laughs> it, that doesn't matter me, and it's something it i'm going so to much. use to annoy you till <laughs> either of us are dead it truly bothers me so much. Because, yeah, like, I can oh, tell. Like, oh, but like, that's not... Raven, it doesn't matter. <sighs> so, a little calm. so they're in the town now. We're just going to move on from that. <laughs> and so they're super hungry and they see this inn. And uh, there's like kind of like a food fight going on. 
Because apparently there's these two musicians that were supposed to join. But they were like, we could be your substitute rascals, I mean musicians. And the guy was like, "Do you are you even musicians? And someone like throws a chair at him. So they go in and everyone's like fighting. And they're like, hello everyone. Because they're fighting because there's no music. There's no musicians, no show. And yeah. then when they're like, hi, everyone, inter- they're choosing to right? ignore them. I was like, this is what you wanted. Like, why Why are you still being chaotic? And then they start singing. And then in the background, you can clearly oh, okay, so see that, someone strangling we- someone. <laughs> yes. But before we get to that. So when they first walk in, there's like, hi, everyone. Um, someone throws, like, lobs a chunk of, like, mashed potatoes. Uh, uh, like a snowball, but it's made out of mashed potatoes. Yes. And, um, and then Alexa, like, looks at it, she's like, oh, like, some perfectly mashed potatoes. And then she's like, do you think we could get them to throw some gravy our way? And I'm just like, I love you, Alexa. You're my favorite person. So. <laughs> I love her sense of humor in this entire movie. Yeah. And so then they're performing, and they sing the song, We're Gonna Find It. Also, banger. Yes. Which I think I would put Believe in fourth, then. But we're Gonna Find It is above Believe. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, which is basically, they're just like saying the plot of the movie so far. <laughs> yeah, like another song that they're just making, like chords, harmonies, lyrics, that they're just making up on the spot. And again, it's just like, are Barbie and Teresa like playing the song right now? Like, is this another song they've written? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand what's happening. But either way, Barbie like, is like how the hell Like, the how story. Princess Bride is the storytelling. Yeah. So, here's my thing. Oh, we get to the worst part of the movie. Now we get to the truly worst animation this entire movie. So the girls are singing, we're going to find it. And everyone's like dancing and humming and swaying. Normally. And and then the quote unquote camera, because it's animated. The quote unquote camera pans over to their two dogs. Doing the fucking cabbage patch. dancing like human beings standing on their hind the, their legs. Bo- their bones are, don't go that way? Their bones don't go that way, first of all. But they are like, they're standing on their hind legs. They are like swaying, dancing. They're like square dancing. They're like cabbage patching. And like later in the song, you see them like doing like a disc. Oh no, that's later in the movie. No, no, no. Like, it is this do, one. This, where they're the like, yeah, dance? they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, you can see them. In Which, the like, eye. granted, this, the target audience for this movie is, like, five years old. And I'm sure, as a five-year-old, I would think that's hilarious. Anyway, it's super cursed, and I wish I didn't see it. It is, every single time I watch this movie, I'm just like, what? Whose idea was this? Why did they think this was okay? These are easily Why the worst they... scenes of the movie. Because they were also introduced to 100%. the rascals that were supposed to be playing. These two, like... Ian and Jeremy. Yeah, Ian and Jeremy, who are twins in the movie, played by Noel Johansson. Little And uh, uh, Jeremy is played by a guy named Jeremy, Jeremy Fromm. Um, But they suck. They're like, that's pretty good for women. (laughs) But, like, British. They are terrible. They are terrible. But they have some good quips that I'm going to go over. No, they don't. Later when we get to them. They, they have two that I like. Ugh. I will go over them later. But overall, yes, they're pretty terrible. So then there's this like other woman, like one of them scorned, like threw something at them. And they're like, this is what we'll leave. Two. Two of them. Uh, well, the first one. And then Liana and Alexa leave. And then they're like yeah. crawling, hiding from the other one. 
and they find like a napkin on the floor and they're like, oh, this must be Alexa's. We'll return it to her. They definitely left it here on purpose. And the first thing I thought was like, one, it's a napkin under a separate table completely away yeah. from them. That's totally not theirs. But it like turns out, it, but it turns out it was Alexa's. Which is really, I don't know if she was just playing along, like being nice, but like, like physically it doesn't make sense for that to have been yeah, hers. That seems like really emotional manipulation for her, uh, her to like treat Liana like that. Like to make her jealous. Okay, we're getting real deep and this is a Barbie movie for kids that Barbie herself is improving the entire plot. Yeah, I mean, what do you mean getting real deep? Love is love, Raven. <laughs> Literally wearing a pride shirt right now. Anywho. Oh, gosh. So, uh, then we see Lydia come to the same inn and was like, hey, where are the girls? And the innkeeper was like, uh, I don't remember. Like, obviously, like, super bad at lying. And then she takes yeah. out her tubo and uh, <laughs> plays a jaunty, sinister tune and basically, like, can, like, truth serum mind control them. Yeah. Which, if, like, you have this power and you want to take over the world, why is your only minion a dragon that doesn't breathe fire or have sharp teeth? Exactly. Like, you... Because presumably... Because, again, this is a magical world where, while this terrible excuse for a dragon slider... um, Were you bothered that they kept calling him a serpent? (laughs) Yes. I don't know why, but that, like, really, like, rubbed me the wrong way. Because a serpent, by definition, does not have legs. So, I just... Or at least, like, has a longer, like, more snake-like body than what a dragon would have. Which, presumably, is what Slider is. Anyway. Yeah, like, Slider's, like, more like a Welsh dragon. Because, yeah. Because, to me, it's, like, Lydia's tubo, um, it seems to do just whatever she is thinking of at the time like whatever she wants at that moment is what its magic is capable of doing which is fairly powerful magic if you think about it you know what i mean like it can just do whatever you want so it's just like why is your only means to taking over the world um enlisting this terrible excuse for a minion and then and covering this diamond castle like clearly you could take over the whole world if you really put your mind to yeah. it so i don't understand why you're settling for scraps but you're you're underselling yourself lydia and you need to i feel like she needs to like have more confidence and like really know her worth like really like oh girl come on you got it and so liana and alexa are now like running in the woods and slider and lydia catch up to them yes um and they're like yeah they're so, like give um, me the mirror and they're like no and she's like well ma- i'll make you and she pulls out the tubo tries to do the mind control thing again and because of the heart necklaces that they have later are diamonds. are diamonds from the diamond castle they're like immune to her power so at this point their eyes are open they see them glowing okay but here's the thing i don't think that that glow is visible or it's visible to them? I don't think it's visible. It's it's for the audience. Yeah, and I think the reason it's like Airbending in the last av- in like Avatar, the last Airbender, like Airbending, they show it, but it's moving air. You but can't see it. It's not really yeah. Okay. And I, I think the reason it gets confusing is because the way it's a bad they movie. 
<laughs> yes, but the way they animate it, it looks like so. Like when Lydia's when Lydia plays her flute and she's like doing her plays her what thing, her her tubo. I'm sorry, I'm deeply sorry. Um, when Lydia plays her tubo and uh, do, does her mind control thing, there's this like green. This is like green smoke that kind of like comes out of the end of it with like music notes in it, which makes you think it's not actually visible and it's just like a depiction but the characters like look at it like when when it so it, like it will come out at the end of the tubo and like surround the person that she's trying to control and like when she does it with liana and alexa like they're very clearly looking at the smoke like they're like seeing it surround them and they're looking down and like just like what's happening to me and so like it seems like you can see the like magic or whatever that Lydia's doing. However, when the the diamond, the heart-shaped stones or whatever, when they they make this like protective bubble around Leon and Alexa um, that protects them from the smoke, it doesn't seem like anyone can see it because Leon and Alexa themselves don't react to it and they are confused about what was supposed to happen to them. And even... Lydia herself, she also seems confused about why they were unaffected. So it seems like you can't see the effect of the diamonds, but you can see the effects of Lydia's um, tubo, which is just radically inconsistent rules of magic in a world that's supposed to be kind of about magic. So it's just like, you start to see Barbie's improv break down a little bit. And it's just she like, can't, she can't keep up. Like, <laughs> Uh, you need to get better at your world building. I, I disagree. She should honestly. She just needs to tell Stacy. It was like, hey, here's this like two minute story about how you know sometimes I wish I was a better friend to like one of my friends, and Stacy would be like, oh, I get it. Thanks for talking to me. You didn't have to have a whole production, Barbie. <laughs> like a whole production with like love interests and magic and. Um, espionage. Like, <laughs> espionage, you need, yeah. <laughs> you didn't need all of yeah. this. It's not that. So good. the necklace protects them, um, and then the the women like run away. Slider chases them, definitely faster than them, but never re- catches up to them. And then the fuck boys, Which is standard. The for, like, a fuck boys come to the rescue. Movie. They're on horses, and they go through like these vines. And they, like, pull some of them down so a bunch of rocks fall, which makes me think that they set that trap beforehand, which, like, which seems very, which seems really predatory, and I well, don't trust them. Because, because you think about it, at this point, they have Leon and Alexa trapped behind, like, yes, they have separated themselves from Slider through, like, the rock fall or whatever, yeah. but now they also have Leon and Alexa all to themselves behind this rock fall. So then they, like, go behind, like, the vines and, like, kind of, like, bring a bunch of rocks down, sealing the path. It, like, a bunch of rocks fall on Slider. Um, and... They return Alexa's supposed handkerchief. Yeah, and then you know, returns the handkerchief. Uh, we introduce them. They're Jeremy and Ian. Uh, they're total dicks. And then we see Slider talking to Lydia... Uh, another problem I had with this movie, he was, well, he was, like, lying. He was like, yeah, there was, like, 20 men with, like, swords and stuff like that. But I fought off scores of them. A score means 20. 
So if you're saying that yeah. there's 20 total and you fought off multiple 20s of them, come on, Slider. Like, it, well, we've already established that he's lying. Oh so. yeah, I know, but like at least make it's it Slider, believable. Slider is, that's fair. But Which also, I don't okay, appreciate. So, you have to if so you're gonna lie, scene, like make it good. So, also, I feel the need to bring up that in this scene, Jeremy and Ian are introduced to Melody. And are similarly unperturbed by the idea well, of a person in See, in this is why I don't understand. Because Alexa in the beginning was like, believed in magic. And Liana's like, magic's not real. But from throughout the movie, everyone knows magic exists. Yeah. So like, Liana, are you just like... Why? Dumb as shit? Like, what's, what's, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> because like, no one throughout the movie seems confused or perturbed by the use of magic so you have to understand you have to know that it is a, a rule of this world that like magic exists so like i don't understand anything that happens in this movie like, any of the characters uh, barbie doesn't either she's trying her best to be a good big sister <laughs> who knows where their parents are um they're like just it seems seemingly out of the picture she's just trying to do her best she has like <laughs> A lot of younger siblings that she has to like keep track of so like she's just trying her best good for you barbie so then they like say that they need to go to the seven stones and melody shows like an image of it and the fuck boys are like oh we know exactly where that is let's go this way and there's a sign there's like oh there's a bridge over here why don't we go here and they're like oh no 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 let's mansplain this to you it's definitely better this way even though like, it's not the fast way to go. So they go to and the bridge. find out. Yeah, that they, like, tricked a troll, or they got the riddle wrong and escaped him. And if you get the riddle wrong at the troll's bridge, he's going to eat you. So a troll uh, who was Which another... Very like Monty Python. Very, well, I mean, I think there was, like, references to this before Monty Python. But yeah. Yes, there were. But but I, I choose to use the Monty Python one. But Scott McNeil voices the troll is the voice of Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. I've never watched Dragon Ball Z. See, this is a uh, I'm upset because that is like a huge I'm thing. I'm very sorry. Like one of the main characters from Dragon Ball Z, and he's in this Barbie movie as a troll for like <laughs> few minutes. Wild to me. So the troll brings out like a way cooler sword than them, stabs into the earth, opens up the earth and like traps the Jeremy and Ian. And Liana's like, if we can answer your riddle, you let them go and we can all go across your bridge. He was like, fine. Well, okay. oh, and then she was like, if, you, if we get it wrong, you can have dinner for tomorrow night. Um, so then he asks the riddle, who's like, what instrument uh, can you hear that you can't see and you can't touch or something like that? And yeah. obviously it was voice. Yeah, like it's it's not a hard riddle at all. Yeah. Again, maybe for the target audience of this movie, which, as you said before, is like five to eight years old. But I think eight's not pushing a difficult it. riddle. <laughs> But, okay, so they get the riddle right, he disappears, and then there's this rainbow bridge that the women go across, the boys don't catch up in time, and so they're like, meet us at the Seven Stones. Yeah, and so they they go across the rainbow bridge, and they're, like, walking, and they come across this, like, large mansion. 
that a villa. So here's my thing. A villa, yes. And I maintain they should have been suspicious of this from the beginning. So they go to this mansion, um, and it's it's beautiful, and like they walk up, they knock on the door, and they're just like, Hey, we're traveling, we're really low on food, like, can you please spare like some bread and water and like maybe a cot for the night for us to just like stay here, get some rest, and then we'll, we promise we'll be out of your hair. And the servants are just like, Oh, well, there was a legend that two best friends still best friends in quotes they're like we we see your vibe but like we're trying to be like you know inclusive we're We're not trying to out you (laughs) yeah um and so there's like there's this there was this legend that two best friends would come and stay at this mansion and so all of this is yours like everything the food the house the lands the dresses like everything is yours i'm just like what kind of legend okay. is that? So at first, first I did think it was for them and like not a trap because the beginning when they had like uh, the diamond heart stones, whatever, they did say it was like, wish we had like a mansion with like as much, like way more food than more we- More food than we could ever eat, more house than we could ever explore. Exactly. So I thought like the magic from the stones- Why can I quote this movie? Okay. Because you have a problem. The- <laughs> because the magic from like the stones or whatever created this place is what I first thought. Which I can understand, but here's my thing. This quote unquote legend that they're talking about. So normally when there's a legend, it's just like, oh, there was a legend that um, someone would come and like defeat this evil or do this thing or bring this honor or whatever. There is the legend doesn't say anything about them doing anything. It's just like, oh, there was a legend that two best friends would come and live at this house. How is that a legend? <laughs> Please tell me. It's like, they're not even like, oh, it's a prophecy. They're just like, there was a legend that two best friends would come and live at this house. And I was just like, really? Yeah. That was the best you could come up with? Okay, Lydia. But yeah. Okay, Lydia slash Barbie. Because Barbie's the one telling the story. Yeah. Um, she's trying her best. It's not hard keeping the family together. Uh, so I will say that then we the get, food at the house looks delicious. It looked like plastic doll food, Raven. So, <laughs> um, whatever. I feel like you're coming at me for my food choices, and I don't plastic. Yes. <laughs> and so then they get into a fight, uh, Liana and uh, Alexa, because Alexa's like, "Oh, cool, we could just stay here," and Liana's like, "Oh no, we promised Melody, let's do stuff." And Liana's like, this is everything we ever wanted. And Liana's like, we can come back here. <laughs> like this, We can literally come back. Yeah, let's do and it. And Alexa's just like, if we live long enough to come back. And I'm like, nothing that has happened Has so been dire. Has actually put your life in danger. Yeah, like, oh, I mean, a, dra- a dragon did chase them. but And their house did but burn like down. a dragon them. that doesn't breathe fire and whose teeth aren't sharp. Yeah. And it also is the dumbest creature in existence. Yeah. Um... So, uh, Liana and Sparkles leave, and uh, Alexa and Lily stay, find out this was a trap. Uh, the people living at the mansion were under Lydia's control, so they bring Alexa back to the lair, and it's like, oh, where's the mirror? And she's like, I don't have it. And so she doesn't have the necklace anymore because she dramatically torn it off because, like, friendship. Rips it off. And she's like, I can't believe she did that. And it's like, you it's like that vine. I can't believe you've done that. <laughs> like, we, the guy gets, like, punched. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. Yeah. 
That's it. That's the one. That's the gold. Um, and so she doesn't have the necklace anymore. Her dog does. And so she gets like mind controlled. So then Liana like goes to the seven stones. Mm-hmm. And then we see like Alexa tells her where she's going. She's like, oh, she's going to the seven stones to find the diamond castle. And so uh, Slider goes there grabs Leon, like, just swoops her up. Oh, yeah, I'm on my last wig. We are now on drink three. Cheers. Clink. Um, so then Lydia... Yeah, so Slider Lydia, swoops up Liana. Yeah, swoops up Liana. And he takes her back to Lydia's lair. And so now, like, Lydia's talking to Liana and trying to get her... Um, like, she gets the mirror from her, and she's trying to get Melody to show herself... And um, she has Liana tied up and everything. Um, and Melody's not showing herself and everything. Um, so then she brings out Alexa, who is mind controlled, um, because Liana's just like, oh yeah, you know, my, our necklaces protect against like your instrument or whatever. Um, and so she brings out Alexa and she basically like has Alexa walking towards the edge of this cliff that overlooks the lime the evil lime green lava i guess that it, i don't know what it's supposed to be but basically it's very clear that if alexa walks off the edge of the cliff she will fall to her death um and she points the mirror at alexa and basically says like melody like i'll only tell her to stop if you show yourself um so we get like alexa walks all ends up walking all the way up to the edge and then right, pretty much like right as she's about to walk over, Melody shows herself and she's like, oh, stop her. Um, and so she stops her and she's got like Melody and everything. And she's like, oh, like, give me the key to the castle or like, I like, I'll basically I'll kill your friends. Yeah. Um, and so Melody's just like, okay, like, I'll give you the key to the castle. Um, like, I'll, I'll take you, like, I'll take you to where the diamond castle is and give you the key but then immediately at like we have to come back and free my friends and Lydia's just like yeah sure whatever um and so they leave and then slider and then slider like basically tries to kill them both yes so lydia and lydia leaves with the melody mirror um and then uh liana and lex are still there and slider like walks up to them because he frees liana um and then goes over to them and like uses like just like knocks them over the edge, um, presumably to their death. Um, but then, a couple seconds later, we see them safe and sound on a ledge under the cliff, um, very much alive and well. Yeah. Although Alexa's still mind controlled, um, and so we see Liana's trying to like find their way out of this. Oh, wait, actually no. Do they skip over to? I think at that point they skip over to where um, Sparkles is trying to get the boys to come save them. No, at this point we see, I think, uh, Lily has the necklace and is trying to throw it to Liana. Okay, I thought that was after. Um, unless I didn't write down at all about the boys. Probably didn't. Yeah, so I mean, it was it was like it was like a five second yeah, thing. Yeah, so the, the boys because are like the boys got to the seven stones, and then Sparkles comes out and she's like, "Oh hey, they're not here. Follow me." 
in in dog in dog form. Yeah, just like, and dog quotations doesn't sound like a dog. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so at the, during I presumably at the same time, Lily has the necklace, and so uh, Liana's like, "Give me the necklace. Maybe that can like free her from the spell." It does. Yeah. And like catches her up, and so then they are trying to form a plan, and we'll meet up with the boys uh, to take down Lydia. At, while Lydia is trying to like coax out of Melody what the secret to get the diamond castle, Melody basically is like, put all the diamonds you have on this one random rock. Yeah, which I will say, in a in a bit of you know creativity, she finds that like she's looking around, she finds the stone. It's about like what waist ish height, um, and it has it just happens to have like cracks and like a diamond shape. It's a good it. lie. It's a great lie, and so she's like, "Oh, you have to put diamonds in the diamond. Like you have to like take your diamonds, like put them in a specific order or in the shape of the diamond, and then if you do it in the correct order, the diamond castle will appear." Yeah, and it's just like you know what, girl, for being in a tight spot, like on the spot, like panicking. That was a great lie. Like, that was perfect. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Um, so then they... Uh, oh, this is the part I want to talk before. When, like, they try to get the necklace. And Liana's like, wait. I think our necklaces protected us from the tubo. Which there's, like... Said, yes. It's like, yes. Yes, Barbie. They did. And then, like, she, like, figures out and whatever. And then at this point, uh, Lydia's like, "Wait a second, you're giving, you're lying to me." And then they hear like a uh, guitar in the distance, so Slider goes like figure out what that is, and it's like the boys just like trying to distract him and like take down a dragon, um, which they do haphazardly. Also, once again, breaking the laws of physics because that's okay. It's just magic. So basically, one of the guitars gets broken because Slider like grabs it and destroys it, and then the neck of the guitar is still connected to like one of the strings, and so somehow I, they use it almost like a lasso or something, like a fishing rod. Somehow, yeah, and they get the string to like tie itself around the around Slider's mouth. And then just to make him like, run into a tree so randomly a tree branch falls on him to knock him out yeah okay so they like pull it like they pull it as if like to stretch the string which again not how physics or guitar strings work um they pull it like to stretch the string and then he releases it so that it, like flies back presumably from like tension um so it flies back and then comes back and then like springs back and then slider hits his head on the tree tree branch falls on him and knocks him out which like i cannot stress enough how much neither physics nor guitar strings work that way yeah and then uh liana and alexa are confronting lydia lydia like does her little tubo thing and then they pretend to be under their spell because they're not wearing their necklaces on their necks which yes. is good plan. Again, Liana's low-key kind of smart. Yeah. And then uh, Lydia basically does like a whirlpool thing with like the pond yeah. there next Again, to. Again, just showing that her 
Tubo can apparently do whatever her mind wills it to do. Like, it can just Like, do you really anything. need the Diamond Castle? Like, it's fine. <laughs> like, honestly, just girl, like, like, what are you Just doing? like, one, just get the dragon to kill them. Also, get better minions. Come on. Yeah. You, can do you don't need that. the Diamond Castle. Just break the mirror. No, at all. Just be- believe in yourself, Lydia. Yeah. So, then, they... Lydia, uh, Melody is like, oh, I won't let you, like, help hurt my friends or whatever. And because Lydia's threatened to break the mirror. And Melody was like, oh, you thought? And breaks it herself. But does she cool. feel pain? Okay. I don't know. So they never really, they never really explain what all Melody can do or see or feel or, ex- like, affect being in this mirror. Who knows? Know. But... So, um, Liana and Alexa managed to get, uh, the tuba away from Lydia and they, uh, she throws the mirror, Lydia throws the mirror into the whirlpool. Listen, and then she sends the dogs to go get it and makes no (laughs) effort to help these drowning puppies. The abominations (laughs) they are don't deserve to drown. Has no... No desire to reach. Try to swim for yourself. Which we do see later. We do see. It is a shallow pool. Lydia can walk in it. Sparkles jumps in to grab the mirror. Because she's like, oh my gosh, we have to get Melody. And then she is struck. Because it's a whirlpool going. She's a tiny, tiny puppy. So we see her struggling to like swim back. Which one, it is a circuit. It is a complete perfect circle so she is far away from quote-unquote far away she's far away from One alexa side. you can walk around it is a it is a pond there is land you i literally wrote down i mean you can walk around the pond and then like, and then lily goes in to help and like it's like <laughs> these puppies are drowning cannot be bothered <laughs> It is none of her business. It's not her concern. Oh my I God. just want to be in a mansion and eat cheese. Uh, which I originally thought, like, when I realized it was a trap, I was like, oh, this food may be poison. I was like, oh, they're just going to poison the animals first. Like, you're going to taste this first. But obviously, no regard oh for their well-being or melodies. It bothers me so much because, like, even from the animation, you can clearly see, like, while they're struggling Arms to get back to the away. to the specific spot that Alexa's in, from the edge that they're close to, they are within a couple feet of the edge that they are close to. Because again, circular pond, and so it's just like you could literally walk. Like Alexa could have walked four feet and just picked them up yeah. out of the pond, and it's just like you just didn't care. Like you just couldn't be bothered. Uh, but then, so they throw the tubo into the whirlpool and Lydia just walks on in. She's like, I gotta get it. I gotta get my tubo. And so she just walks on in and she grabs it and she finds that she's like nearly in the center of the whirlpool. So she can't really get out cause she's stuck. Um, and so she tries to like play her tubo supposedly to like affect the magic or like fix it or whatever so she can get out. Um, but it's like waterlogged. Uh, so she can't play anything. Yeah. 
And so she ends up Don't like drink and play, up. Raven. That's why I always rinse my mouth out and brush my teeth fully before playing my clarinet. Anyway, yes. So she can't play her, her tubo because it's waterlogged. I caught myself. Um, and then she and like so drowns she, or something? She doesn't drown. She like disappears. Yeah. So, which doesn't make any she sense. She doesn't die, which we find out in a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. So then they have the mirror. The boys come, every, like, the dragon's been taken care of, and then they go to, like, some larger water opening, and they're like, what's the key? What's the key? And then they realize, they start singing Believe. Melody's song. Melody's song is the key. She's like, I am the key. The melody is the key. So they sing Believe. And then... Once again, making up lyrics on the spot. Oh yeah, because they did. They did. He taught them a chorus. I mean, again, maybe they were montaging whatever. We saw stuff off screen. That's fair, but it very much seemed like they were making it up on the spot. Yeah. Again, pretty good song. Yeah, and then the like very Atlanta rising from the sea type thing. Atlantis. Uh, yeah, I said Atlanta. Atlanta is a very real very city. Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> how uh, it rises from the Atlantic Ocean. Um, as everyone knows, that's how Atlanta came to be. I think that's uh, Donald Glover's premise for his show, Atlanta. <laughs> for his show, Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, very, very childish Gambino of him to do that. So the castle comes up and then they, they walk through like the first archway and then they have like magical dresses come on. With, like sparkles and everything. Yeah, the two dogs literally just get like glitter fucked. Um, <laughs> oh my god they just get covered in sparkles which is just like why did you feel the need to do this i don't know like i don't know I don't... and then the fuck boys they're like wearing the exact same thing so you can't actually tell them apart Truly anymore tell them apart. and they're like don't say a word i was like you look better than you did before stop stop 100%. stop stopping you so they're they're like making they're like making fun of each other for dressing well yeah which toxic masculinity first of all <laughs> First and last of all, once again, I will not be chats. talking more about them. Um, that's a lie. Um, so then they go up to where they think the oh, and the mirror's fixed. Okay, so then Melody's freed from the mirror. Yeah, so we see her in person for the first yeah. time. Yeah. Also, they do not know how to animate curly hair. It looks bad. No. Oh my god! It's just bad. It looked like dreads. Yeah. It looked like dreads. It was so. And bad. notoriously, a lot of Barbie things. They don't uh, include black people, so like obviously they don't know even how to do that. So, uh, at the, in the slightest, yeah. No. Um, so they go up to where the instruments are, and then the boys are like, "Oh, check this over here." Leave the scene, and so then we see like the mandolin and the lyre, and then somehow out of nowhere, Slider and Lydia come back. Just I like come flying into the straight window. Straight thought they died, and then like using the tubo that's no longer waterlogged, starts turning things to stone. Melody takes the instruments right away, and then and here mm -hmm. we see. So then, Liana and Alexa start playing the muses' instruments to like ward off Lydia's magic, and they're singing. I, I guess you could consider it a reprise of Believe, but they're basically just singing Believe like over and over again. Um, by share like do you believe in life after love that's the song that's <laughs> oh playing gosh. right now do you um and so it's the three of them singing and 
the reason believe becomes my not my favorite favorite song like the reason believe becomes one of my favorite it's fourth for me is because the harmonies and the key changes during this part oh i literally wrote down oh where is it oh also the background music for this is very like ode to joy-esque um, when they're entering the I, castle. Oh my god, I meant to look up the specific piece that it's playing. Because I've played it before and I can't think of the Like, the, the progression is very Ode to Joy. Like, Beethoven. Oh, yeah. And. But it's. For, okay, but for this, I literally wrote down. Uh, by the power of this key change, anything is possible. Literally. But Like, yeah, do you so think, like, seeing... the, the, real, the real Diamond Castle is the friends we made along the way? Um, well, I wrote down in my notes, like, at, at least three distinct points that they were, that at least one of them was saved through the power of friendship. Seems redundant so then if yes. you wrote it down that many times. I, why are you like this? I'm just trying to <laughs> be a part of this podcast and contribute to conversation and you are just shading me at every point along the way. That, and I don't understand why. I've done nothing to you. That's a relationship, Raven. Um... But yeah, so basically they ended up defeating Lydia um, and turning her into stone, I believe, right? Yeah. Um, and then their song also frees all of the people who've been put under Lydia's spell, including the two other muses and their unicorns, flying horses, pegasi. Pegasi. I don't think they, pegasi, I don't think yeah. they have horns, do they? You are correct. I don't think they do. Um... And so they come flying back, and basically everything's good again. Melody is um, replaces Lydia as the third muse, and then the two girls are sent home with like magical seeds that will regrow their entire garden. Also, um, what a horrible gardeners! I understand why you don't have money if you're like planting flowers and you put all the seeds in one spot. Oh, I was like, you don't know how to, you don't gosh. know how gardening works. But, this but is why I you don't have money. It. It bothers me every time I watch it because so the girls get like these bags of like magical seeds and when they go back to the garden, you see, so Alexa has like a handful of like five or six of them. She places them, she puts them all in one spot, like just like tosses them down and then just like pushes some dirt over them. Doesn't even like, like doesn't even properly plant them. She just like puts them on the surface of the ground. And then pushes some dirt over top of them. And then you see magically all of these plants and flowers start springing up in every spot except the one spot she put the seeds in. Uh, are you serious? It, That's deep, like what you have a problem it with? It deeply disturbs me every time I watch it. Uh, which is a lot of times. So they're like... It's only been like five. So Melody was like, oh, you can stay here in the castle forever. And Alexa was like, you know what? We love the life we have. We don't need all the riches in the world and stuff like that. Which is character growth. Character growth, whatever. Um, and then they be, they're deemed princesses of music. And uh, Melody is like officially uh, the third muse now. She's been given a uh, non-evil looking tubo. And then, and then like during like the montage of like they're still at the castle that they like they're like they're seeing like connected and we're seeing the planting and stuff. We see even more like dancing, break dancing abominations dogs. They're like oh yes, crumping once again. <laughs> yes, and they're doing they do the wave yeah, together. Yeah, it's like it's once again 
small animated puppies doing human dances. And I don't know whose idea that was, but they need to have been fired 12 years ago. Yeah. Which I know earlier I said that this um, the spoilers were 17 years old. They were actually 12 years old. I was thinking of a different Barbie movie, which was made in 2003. But this movie was in fact uh, made in Which Barbie movie? The Princess and the Pauper? Yes. See, I only know that. Why do you know that? Because uh, for like the singing voice of Barbie, that was like another notable one they had on like their IMDb page. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And then we trans- bash- transitioned back to reality. And Stacy was like, wow, that was a great song. Quote, unquote, reality. I like, yes. I understand what friendship is now. Like what she's, Courtney said hurt me, but I probably said hurtful things too. And so, yeah. so Stacy goes off to go like apologize and like make up with Courtney. And then. And Barbie's just like, finally, my little sister's out of my gut. I was like, where were we? And then they go back to like one, two songs. <laughs> They're like, la, 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 two la, voices, la, la, one song. Two voices, one song. My apologies. I've been drinking, Raven. No excuse. Anyway. You don't know the plot um, of this movie in order, so I don't know who you're talking to. I excuse you, sir. I'm excused. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I just leave. So, oh my god. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's, that's the entire movie. Um, and then we get to the credits, so what, where we have like a different version of Connected. Yeah. Which is, I like would listen to it. It's like actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I want to say, so I was very interested to research the composer for this musical. Um, because I was just like... Who put their name on this? So the music of this movie, um, the music was by a man named Arnold Roth. So he's a conductor, composer, and record producer. He's also a classically trained violinist, which I found very interesting. Doesn't show. Um, it does not show. Um, so some of his work includes, like, he conducts, like, video game concerts, which I found really Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like, he was the principal conductor and musical director for, like, um, the Chicagoland, like, Pops Orchestra, um, like, Play of Video Game Symphony, and he's also done, like, several, like, Final Fantasy concerts. But one of these I found really interesting is, like, Barbie is a very large part of his career. He has composed for eight different Barbie movies, which I'm just like... I mean, I'm sure they pay very well. (laughs) I'm sure they paid very well. But here's the thing. So this is why I said, like, Barbie movies have won awards. Granted, not, like, Oscars, obviously. But he did win Best Score at, um the 2003 DVD premiere awards for Barbie as for the Barbie as Rapunzel soundtrack. He also has been nominated for an Emmy for one of his songs from um, Barbie and the 12 dancing princesses, which is just like, what was happening? Emmys, what was going on that you were giving awards to a Barbie movie? Like not to say that the song wasn't good. It is, it is the song shine from Barbie and the 12 dancing princesses, by the way, in case you would like to listen to it. A decent song, pretty good, but like, is it Emmy worthy? Does a Barbie song deserve an Emmy? I don't know. But yes, he's actually won awards for his work for the Barbie movies, which I found very interesting. Not to diminish his professional career at all, but... That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, Campbell, what, uh, what song are we playing this week? Uh, two Voices, One Song. 
Which is so perfect. So at this point, um, I need to like at least rinse my mouth out like a lot, brush my teeth so I don't like damage my clarinet. Uh, but Raven and I will try to sight read Two Voices, One Song. And when we come back... And in the meantime, while he's rinsing out his mouth, I will finish chugging my last drink. Oh, is same. This number four? This is number three. Have we done it? This is number three. This is number... Th- oh, well, we did make doubles. Oh, so. yeah. I mean... Technically, I guess number six. Th- this one is... Uh, this... If, you're, if you're going... If you're going by the original recipe of the drink, technically this would be number six if we doubled them. Yeah. I'm feeling it. I'm pretty proud of us. Yeah. Let's stop. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now let's let's go to measure twenty-one. I'll go like one, two, one, two. Ba da 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go one. I don't think we were together anyway. No, I was just following you because you were behind. That's fair. Yeah, I was just like I not that's not a read. Like you just like I was just trying to. I I was yeah. 100%. Okay. So I'm going to go one, two, one, two. Ba-da-da-da. Question. Would it be easier for you if I count, since your instrument is like breath controlled, would it be easier for you if I count? Normally, absolutely. So let's give it a shot. Okay. One, two, one, two. I'm 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 okay. smoking you this week. <laughs> I couldn't read all the notes. Yeah. So you know what? Let's I, start. I let's start point. at the same spot. Yeah. When when we got to the point where like they get a little more condensed 29. at the end of the chorus, yeah. I yeah at twenty nine like I think around like measure was that thirty one, I like my brain was just like wait what notice that no. and so then I stopped to look at it forgetting that we were actively playing so. Yeah. Okay. One, two, one, two. Okay, I got like half a beat ahead of you at some point. I don't know what I did wrong, but I think I think that was decent. Near near the end, it like came together. Like the last part of that like chorus before like we like play the same notes. It was good. Yeah. I think honestly what it was, I'm really bad at counting rests. And I think that rest at the beginning of 29 probably is one of the things that threw us off. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so that's it for today. Um, as usual, actually not as usual, because I think this, I think this playing session went better than some of the others. Yeah. Um, better than many of the others. Most of them. Um, yeah. So that was Barbie in the Diamond Castle. Uh, yeah. Do you have any extra notes, Campbell? Um, that was wild. It was, oh no, <laughs> I've never seen a Barbie movie before and that's not what I expected. Um. Oh yeah, whole movie start to finish is wild. Yeah, life. the BCU is a, is a wild, um, franchise. But, uh, if you like this episode, you should listen to our other ones. You can find us wherever podcasts are found. Indeed. And we'll, we're going to keep on doing this as long as we're having fun with it, which we still are because, I don't know, this is pretty fun. Yeah. And, um, yeah, pl- if you listen to this and enjoy it, please share with your friends. Um, obviously, we're doing this for our own entertainment, but it'd be nice to have people also like it. So, yeah, uh, that's it for today, and uh, tune in next week. Bye, Raven. Bye.